everybody. It's time for more Talk Colony. We're going to talk about episode 309, the ninth episode of this season called The Big Empty. Wow. It was an intense episode. We've got the directorial debut of Sarah Wayne Callies. We've got some major high-octane emotion, uh, major interrogation scene with Alan Snyder. Um, and just a lot to talk about, and and we still come away with with some more questions. Uh, so it's uh, that's for sure some good yep. colony, I tell you. Um, so yeah, that we we knew from the end of last week that it was um, Will's plan. He wanted to enlist Broussard in the effort to capture Snyder and get intel from him um, that would help Broussard and his efforts. But Will's real focus is to get to Snyder and to get rid of Snyder. He um, clearly blames him for Charlie's death. He is definitely uh, projecting that guilt um, on Snyder. So, um, you know, I I don't think we need to recap a whole lot because it was, it was pretty much a, a linear um, <laughs> yeah. Story, you know, they they uh, have a little bit of sort of intrigue going on. They play their different roles. We've got Amy and Will sort of playing, you know, a couple staying at the hotel, and then uh, we've got Broussard uh, snagging this guy's maintenance uniform, gets him to drink a little too much. And uh, leaves his bag behind, sends him home in a cab, and all of a sudden Broussard is a maintenance man mm-hmm. at the hotel. And um, but surprisingly, uh, we see that Bram is in on it as well. He's helping out, yeah. so that's Who that knew? was definitely yeah. an interesting turn of events to to see that Will involved him. I mean, I'd almost say directly. I mean, he was on the outside, mm-hmm. kind yeah. of the eyes. I mean, he years, was there, yeah, but he, he was, was on there. the team. Yeah, so. They um they lure Snyder into the hotel room. Amy's juggling a bunch of several different buckets of ice, and uh, you know, being the gentleman that he is, he's going to help her out and carry. He's those. such a good guy. He's <laughs> such, such a good, good guy. guy. And um, but he gets in that room and he doesn't get out because Will comes in behind him and mm. punches him. They duct tape his mouth and um, rude. Call so maintenance. Rude. <laughs> so rude. They call maintenance. Hey, Broussard's on call. And uh, they get him in a laundry basket and uh, cover him up and carry him down to this other room to interrogate. And Broussard asks a lot of questions. Uh, Amy asks a couple of questions. Will's just kind of hanging out in the in the background just with his scowl. There's a lot of scowling from Will in this <laughs> That episode. is a good way to put that, yes. That's <laughs> really exactly is. what it was, yeah. His furrowed yeah. brow and just, you know, uh-huh. like, just, just you finish up and I'll have my turn, you know. Yep. Um, mm. And, of course, we do, like I said, have Bram on the, the perimeter there watching, and he learns that there's this security detail that has been assigned to Snyder, and they're looking for him, so he's kind of giving them the heads up there. But we get into um, a really intense exchange with Broussard, first of all. Um, He's like, there's no messing around here. You're going to answer my questions. Mm -hmm. He's like, what do I have to do to, you know, to get, make it out here alive? And he's like, well, if you keep talking, you're breathing or something like that. And, you know, so just keep answering my questions. Um, I'm the one in charge here of this conversation, which, you know. I mean, it is Broussard, right, Jay? Oh, yeah. I knew that kind of comment was coming. No comment. No so comment. There's a, there's a slap across his face. He grabs his chin at one point. It's um, it's not all talking. There's, no, there's some physical nice. confrontation yeah, as well. Not nice. He's um, not messing around. No, he's not. Now, what do you think about some of the, the intel that Snyder gives up? It's not... Um, it's not everything he knows. I don't think. Do you? No, and I don't. I don't even think any of it's really earth-shattering either. Yeah, um, true. I mean, he's giving up stuff. Obviously, they haven't talked about, and they probably already knew, but maybe wanted some confirmation. Um, right. But again, nothing. Nothing where their jaw drops to the floor, and they're like, "Oh my God, this changes everything." 
Um, right. uh, and, and, you know, they even bring out that material, which mm-hmm. is probably the biggest question of all, and he knew nothing about it. So yeah. mm-hmm. I'm not even sure how successful that interrogation really was. I, I kind of have to wonder as well. Um, they He did... Uh, Broussard had that look in his eye when he when they talked about the outliers and how they were the bioweapon mm-hmm. and how they mm-hmm. were, you know, specially selected by the algorithm and so forth. And, you know, he asked if they have the ability to, you know, be avoid being attacked by drones, if they're safe from the drones. And he said, yes, they are. And he gives that knowing look to Will because we've seen in the past that they have been given a pass yeah. by the drones. Um, but then it also that also raises the whole question of you know, what is an out, what defines an outlier? Is it just what you've been defined by the algorithm in this um, category? Because some of them are in these stasis chambers and some of them are not. So um, are you eventually going to be in a stasis chamber and, and shipped out? You know what? There's, there's, there's a little more that we don't know there, Yeah. but um, it does, it does, you know, they did point out that they've been identified in this algorithm um, so, um, but yeah, I didn't know about the material. He, he does, uh, I think pretty much indicate that, that Kynes is, uh, has his own agenda, you know, we've all, we've talked mm-hmm. about him being very self-serving, uh, Everett Kynes. Um, he does tell them, you know, more about the algorithm in general, but again, not specifics. There just is this algorithm. Um, so yeah, they, it's you know I I don't know how I would grade the success rate right. of uh of yeah. of the conversation. I mean, what do you think? Broussard seems to feel like he got some information. Yeah, he it seems, seems like satisfied. he feels confident in the information that he got, and that the mm-hmm. quality and quantity of the information was enough. Um, which kind of surprised me because Broussard, I mean, we saw him, he was, he was a hard ass here. You know, he was yeah. not mm-hmm. messing around. No. Um, that I'm, I was actually a little surprised that he was okay uh, with the information that they got. I don't, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe just me as the viewer, I was expecting more or wanted mm-hmm. more. I, I, I'm not even really sure. Um, um, but I think even part like of with, that. Yeah. Well, see, part of that maybe that their time kind of got cut short. Oh, that's know? true, too. Yeah, that's true. So too. would he have probed further? Would he have asked more questions? Did, you know, but with the time he had before that, you know, the security detail right. was was um, on the approach, you know, did he did he feel like he got what he could with the time that he had? Um, so that, I mean, that plays into it as well. I think because he was like, we, we've got to get out of here. You know, he's all yours. Will right. and, and then up. you have Will's point of, I mean, he's giving some of the truth, but we don't know what that part is. That's mm-hmm. actually the truth. So, I mean, you have that right. too to considered, which I mean, you can keep browbeating him and he'll keep talking, but what <laughs> he'll definitely keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but what will that do for you besides him just yeah. talking? You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Right. So, so yes, uh, Amy's not, uh, she's not happy about leaving because she knows what's planned to come next. And she mentions the PTSD to Will and he just shuts her down, you know, get out of here. And, um, then the real interrogation gets going and, uh, there are points where Will has a gun to Snyder's head. He has his head in the toilet for an extended amount of time, it's very unnerving. Um, yes, and I know we I know we talked a, a fair amount on the reaction show on TV Talk uh, Radio about what we all thought if he was really going to go through with getting rid of him, and and most of us felt like no, it, it just we couldn't see that happening with the story, but yet most folks seemed to feel like it was very uncomfortable. Not only because yeah. of what we were seeing, yeah. but it did seem very like a very close call. Like it could go yes. either way, you know. So. Yep, agreed. Um, but just a lot of emotion in that scene uh, from both ends. You can just see Will. It's all coming out. You know, he's got he has in his mind that it's Snyder's fault. He's on a you know a mission to get him to confess, and then 
like you said, Snyder, he, he keeps talking and he keeps explaining that it's more complex yeah. and he didn't want to yeah. kill Charlie. He didn't want him to die. He cared for him too. And, you know, it almost kind of blows up plan because he went in there for one thing and that's, you know, not what he got from Snyder. So he doesn't go through with it. And Bram shows up and Bram doesn't understand why he's not going through with it. And will suggest that Bram doesn't really understand, you know, what it's like to take someone's life. And he's like, oh, yes, I do, actually. Um, and fills Will in on what happened in the green zone last season with the, uh, was it an ambassador that was, was in town? I think so, yeah. Um, yeah. And that, you know, that was brutal. And I almost, they've, they've played Bram so interestingly this season that, I hate to say it, I almost forgot that he did that. You know, <laughs> yeah, I've, I've right. been yeah. I've been so yeah. engaged in this quote new Bram and his you know yep. maturity and caring for Gracie and all the the good things we're seeing, and I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, he he did that. Um, yep. So I think we you know we needed to be reminded of that because that you know that informs his journey as well and his relationship with Will. So, um, but no, Will ultimately lets Snyder go. And uh, he makes it back to his security detail and, and comes up with a story of why he's beaten up and disheveled. And um, I think, you know, I was going to ask you what you thought might have been, could there have been a better cover story than um, <laughs> having an encounter with a woman? I would have maybe just said, I, I fell. I'm embarrassed. You know, right. I fell on the yeah. stairs and I, you know, I was yeah. embarrassed and, you know, I was trying to clean myself up and, but, you know, I, yeah, I don't know. That would have that might have been my cover. Can you think of something else? <laughs> I, that he could have I don't used? know. I think that I would have said anything except anything what he but. Said. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> because they're like, she punched you. <laughs> Did you? Like, well, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. No, I, I definitely would have been like, oh yeah, I fell down the stairs into a puddle and busted my head open. I, yeah, I don't know. I would have said yeah, anything was... but. Yeah. Uh, that was and again that was probably the last thing I would have thought of, yeah, for a, a cover story. So, but they, um, I guess it was just so darn awkward that they just went with it. You know, <laughs> they probably didn't want to ask any more questions. Right. Um, wow. Well, yeah. But you know, it was it was comical to some degree, but yet Snyder is completely shaken from this. I I believe. Yeah. I do so, too. And and then we see that Will indeed is is shaken from this. This was. Um, just sort of the the oh, I can't think of the word, but I mean, it all comes to a head. You know, he expects yeah. one thing. He's been on this journey to deal with his grief and to get a confession, and uh, you know, put try to put it to rest. But it doesn't put it to rest. It's it's it never goes away. It's a loss, and right. he, he and you know, I think yep. he sees that there's no way to put it aside. You know, it's just there, and he's got a. It's a journey. It's never going to go away, you know, and so That's he right. um, comes in the house and is, you know, sitting there just, you know, sobbing, just, just so torn up. It, it just, I mean, I feel like he finally allows himself to just release and, and Katie comes in and she can see, I think she can see in his eyes. I mean, they've been married for so long. She knows, she may not know exactly what's going on or where he's been, but she knows that it's her husband breaking down and, and she, you know, I think they're close and that she can sense, you know. It's the grief, right. and um, you know she gets to crying as well, and um, it just sort of ends there. But um, what do you think about the two of them in that moment, as far as reconciliation? Um, is this gonna? Are they gonna I come just, back together? Or I, I, you know, I. It's like my one of my big unknowns in this because I don't think I really. Ex- I mean, you have the death of a child and that stuff happens and it tears people apart in different ways. Uh, but I really didn't expect them to be where they are. And with all this still going on and even this crazy emotional moment at the end, I really don't know where they go. I I almost feel too like in in my own heart, like I feel like I need to kind of let them go because I think that's what's going to happen. Um, mm, okay. I don't want that to happen, but I feel like mm-hmm. almost like I need to prepare myself for it. Um, just because I don't, it's just not good. And I don't know that, I mean, I, there are always 
probably going to care about it one another, but I don't know. The divide seems so deep, at least to me. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Okay. I'm kind of I'm kind of in a different camp. I feel like this is the beginning of the rest of their relationship. I think it's. I hope gonna, you're right. I hope yeah, you're right. Yeah, I know. I know. But I really do that. The that knowing look in her eyes to me was just beautiful acting. I mean, it was a a, a really you know sad moment. Yeah. But it's yes. like they. It's almost like they were talking with their eyes. You know, like. Yes. Agree. So I, I'm I'm just and I just feel like it, there's a strong family foundation in this story. I mean, they were apart so much in season one, and then they come back together as a team in season two. And I I, I think they've been I feel like they've been building this this foundation of them as a strong couple through the good and the bad. They're showing the bad, but I I. And maybe it's just hopeful in me too, but I, I feel like they are going to come back together and that maybe this was, you know, a pivotal moment in their grief journey and they're going to start working on it and facing it together instead of apart. I hope we'll you're see. right. I, I hope, hope I'm you're right. right. Too. So we will see. But um, another interesting thing I, I thought about with Bram, this episode, I, I did enjoy his involvement. Um, I thought, I mean, I just thought the whole setting, I mean, it was, it was horrible what Snyder went through and, you know, I mean, it's bad stuff, but it was, it was fun seeing them put this team together and put this plan together, you know, and and to see him part of the team instead of being the one who is usually saying, I want to help. I want to do something, you know, don't sideline me kind of thing, you know, which we've seen some in the past. And then he's found his own way to, to get involved. It was, it was, it was cool to see them embrace him and 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 utilize him as well but with that said i had you know i've been kind of building up this theory in my head that there's something suspicious about his girlfriend or being on community patrol you know i had wondered if maybe captain roger was her dad or there's you know something amiss here whatever and then i'm like well maybe that was all just to build up the story of him being on community patrol that he's going to be in this um job so that he can help you know because even his conversations with the with his co-worker it was the same co-worker we saw when they were going into to training and he's like oh i hope the physical requirements aren't too much and when they're talking right. at the board yeah. the guy's like well this is a lot of walking you know and it kind of tied that back in um so and then the, he could utilize the girlfriend's story to to make sense that he wanted to be down there. Well, I, my girlfriend works down there. I want to be able to see her, and she'll be impressed that I'm down there. You know, doing this really you know important shift, you know, or whatever. So I was like, oh, are we? Have they been introduced? And to just fit this one particular story, I I, I don't know, and I hope not. Right. I hope there's more to it. Whether it's something fishy right. or not. Right, um, right. But I was like, oh, the pieces are kind of falling in place. You know, it, he's he's got a good cover story. He's got a girlfriend and he's got a good excuse that this guy maybe is worried about the physical aspects. He can, you know, says he'll do it. So anyways, I just, I want, I was like, sometimes I think my imagination runs wild. And, <laughs> it's uh, easy which, to I do, mean, especially in this I show. Know. Yeah. How can it not with, with, with this type of show? But I was like, have I been reading too much into all this? So we'll see. We'll see. Um, all right. Well, let's um, let's hit up our segments. And then I have um, a few questions. We've got a couple questions online and just some other things to, to pick your brain. So all right. who owned the episode? Player uh, um I'm gonna I'm gonna play because I'm gonna cheat a little bit and I feel like if I'm gonna cheat I should go first. Um, okay. I I I'm usually really good about picking one character even when six have had the episode of a lifetime. I yeah. can't do it in this episode. I have to pick mm-hmm. two. There and <laughs> I don't know how you don't pick two. So if you don't pick two, more power to you, Tracy. But I'm picking uh, Snyder and Will. Uh, obviously, the episode surrounds them the whole entire thing. But mm-hmm. not just the storyline, but their performances. The mm-hmm. way they both made me feel with their different emotions. 
uh, I, I can't not give it to both of them. I can't. I, it has I to be both of them. It just has to be. It, it does feel impossible. And, of course, I have the same two names written down because I'm just kind of like my, in my mind, as I'm writing them down, I'm thinking, well, maybe, maybe Jay will go first and I can pick the other one, you know, <laughs> but it's really, I mean, how it do does, you, how do you not? And, and you know, what impossible. sucks about it, what sucks about it too is like, I don't want to take away from Broussard in the episode or even Bram in the episode and even Amy to a certain extent, because mm-hmm. really it was a big episode for all of them. Yeah, um, yeah. But those two, I mean, you just have to, you know. Yeah. I know we have to make these segments kind of interesting, and we want to try to be different when we can, but, like, <laughs> really. I mean, these two, wow. Just wow. Well, at, at first I was going to try to, okay, make an argument that I could, that Snyder could, now hear me out here. I was going to make an argument that he could edge out because he had so many unknowns in the episode, you know. His reactions sure, and sure. – um, his responses were were so much on the fly. They were planning this thing, but yet he was having to respond to their questions. He was having to respond to the physical threats. Um, right. He and and talking about Charlie and the emotion there. You know, because you've got this Snyder who's trying to be um, sort of uh, you know conniving or you know, masterminding his answers. But then when you're talking to him about right. Charlie and accusing him of that, just true raw emotion comes out. So I feel like, okay, he, you know, he has so many unknowns and he's responding to this. So I was like, okay, I could edge out and say Snyder for that. But then Will kind of has some unknowns too, because he doesn't realize that he's going to, he doesn't think about going into this, that Snyder's going to bring up all the complexities of the situation. Right. So he's right. faced with that. And then he's just, you know, begins to face his grief and his sadness head on. He wasn't expecting that. He was expecting he was going to make take action and then feel better for it, you know, which right. we know yep. would, would not would yep. not work. Um, and then also he gets the information from Bram that his, you know, his son has, has killed someone before. So he actually faced a lot of unknowns as well. So I'm back to the drawing board and still um, <laughs> right there with you. Yeah. Stuck between the two of them. All yeah. right. Well, let's. Talk about reveals. What uh, what would you say was the biggest reveal in this episode? This was a hard one, and I thought that I knew what I was going to say to this up until about an hour ago. Okay. And so I've just recently changed it. Um, oh. I'm going to go with, uh, and I'm going to assume that Snyder's answers are correct because my reveal okay. is in Snyder's answers. Uh that there are hundreds of thousands of these bioweapon people already. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know why I did not assume there were that many. I don't know. I guess I was thinking like, if they're the best of the best of the best of the best, there's like a hundred of them. And every time we see the pods, I mean, we see a bunch of pods, but we don't see like 9 million pods. Um, and so for me, just the fact that there's so many of them and not that I knew what they really were doing, but then when he mm-hmm. was talking about too, how, you know, they're shot up into space, another reveal that isn't a reveal kind of in the same aspect, they don't even know what the heck they're doing up there. So we have Mm-mm. these hundreds of thousands of people. I don't even know if they're yeah. really people anymore. So there's more of them and we don't know what they're doing. So this was like a huge question mark slash. Oh my God moment for me. Mm-hmm. Sort of the magnitude or the numbers, the volume yeah. of the, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Um, uh, for, I mean, it was hard for me to pick one because um, it was a lot of Snyder confirming kind of what we as the viewers have, have been seeing on screen. But I mean, I thought a big reveal for Will, and I, you know, I mentioned this before, was learning that, that Bram had killed someone before. Um, yeah. So even though we yeah. knew that already or may have kind of put that in the back of our minds and wanted to forget it, it was an interesting seeing it revealed to Will and seeing that look on his point. face and That's and the, the pain of that, you know, for his son. Um, so that one that one kind of came to mind. And this one, it it's it's – 
it's more silly. But I mean, we knew Snyder was in that laundry basket, but <laughs> I didn't. I didn't expect them to just dump it over. You know, <laughs> the, the, the the dumping yeah. aspect of yeah. turning it over and him, him rolling out. I mean, yeah. if anything, that was a little bit of comic relief in this extremely yeah. intensely emotional episode. You know, but just to you know, anytime you see Snyder squirm, uh, he, yeah. he plays that. <laughs> he plays Poor that guy's really well. been, been dealt the craziest deck of cards ever these last three yeah. seasons. Poor guy. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, you'd think they would just roll the basket into the room and yank him out. Or something, but no, they just dumped him out right there in the hallway. So, uh, yep. All right. Well, we like to talk about um, our favorite line from the episode, and it doesn't have to be an exact quote. It could just be a particular part of an exchange. I'll go first on this one. Um, it, just the way Broussard is just so blunt, so time, so so much of the time. Um, you know, he did not, not a lot of filter there with him. So talking to him about, you know, can you really? How can you trust Will? You know, you're mm-hmm. you want to know you want to support him and stuff, but do you really think? You should be, you know, he's not really stable, you know, is what she's alluding to. And he said, do you think well-adjusted people do what I do? <laughs> and I, yeah. I was just like, that is classic Broussard because, you know, he's he's smart, he's capable and all this. But you have to have to be in the line of work that he's been in traditionally. And then, you know, what he's trying to do with the resistance, you there's something a little, you know, different, extra special, whatever you want to call it, you know, but just the way yeah. he had, like I said, has no filter. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, do you think well-adjusted people do what I do? <laughs> he just plays it out <laughs> right. yeah. So that one, that one really caught yeah. my attention. Yeah. True story. Uh, for me, um, I, it's like a half and half, but it's all in the same vein. Um, part of it's nonverbal and that's the scowl that you mentioned from uh, Will through the whole thing. Um, but then the scowl ends with that comment that I mentioned earlier um, where, yeah, he's telling some of the truth, but we don't know which truth and it's, or which part is the truth. Um, and it mm-hmm. just sums up Snyder so well. Um, and in, and in will who is in kind of such a rage and he's waiting for his moment. It was just yeah. a very calm line that he threw out yeah. there in, in response to Broussard. So yeah. that stuck yeah, out very, a lot to me. Very matter of fact, like, well, yeah, there's, there's some truth in there. Not sure which part, but you know, it was, <laughs> right. it was it, it, with all yeah. the intensity, it was just a very calm yeah. matter of fact statement. Yeah. That, that was a good one. All right. Well, we got a couple of questions online and then I had a few, I wanted to pick your brain about this one is an ongoing question, but it's, it's still a very good one. Um, Twitter user at movies or TV uh, wants to know what our thoughts are on the aliens. Are they good or evil and which aliens? Because we have been told there are two groups now. Um, I'll jump in first, if you don't mind. Um, Feel free. And I just think it's, it is a good question because I still don't know the answer. I, it, it's sort of, um, I almost put that part off because I do get so engaged in the people story yeah. and the, the yeah. relationships and the sides that they're on. Are they switching sides and loyalties and all that, that it's almost too hard for me to try to tackle the alien piece too. I, I think it's, you know, it's, it's, we don't, I don't feel like I have as many clues about that. I think that um, the aliens may not, think they're as bad as we think they are i think we've learned that some this season that they they you know they called themselves they called us or called the humans their allies you know we're like what you're not treating us very well you know if if you think we're allies so but um and then again so there if there is this second group that's trying to fight them i don't know it's a coin toss for me if they're worse or better um you know because it could be either way they could be trying to eliminate them because they have a, a a better way and they think they're bad or, you know, they could be even worse. So, I mean, I think it's just an ongoing question um, that keeps us engaged and keeps the story flowing. I mean, they obviously have this presence and have occupied, you know, our world. And uh, 
who are they really? I I don't yeah. know. So that's a a long wet answer of saying I just don't know. <laughs> yeah. What are, what are yeah. your thoughts? Such a complicated question. Uh, you know, it used to be that uh, in the beginning of the season, we were finding out some things that I'm like, okay, maybe one is good. Maybe one is bad. Maybe they're both good. They just don't like each other. I I, don't, I feel like they're all bad. I just feel yeah. like they're all bad. Um, yeah. I mean, I, mean, I don't know. good to, to yeah. take over someone and not give a clear explanation? Right. You know, and, I, I, I don't know. How you know, like, and war is such a weird thing that I have no expertise in speaking to war. Um, but, you know, you watch in the world that we live in when one country uh, has a problem with another country, many times that country works with other countries to try to get it resolved. Well, all right. So why can't these aliens ask for our help? Why can't they work with us instead of forcing us or Mm -hmm. I don't know. Uh, Maybe it is the good way of doing things because sure it could be a heck of a lot worse, but I, I, you know, just because it's the better of two situations doesn't mean it's necessarily good. So I don't know. I feel like they're all bad. It almost ends up feeling not that it's not important, but it almost feels a little bit secondary when you've got, the humans not being able to get along. And some of those are clearly being self-serving and, you know, oppressing other people. So it's like, well, if we can't get our business straight here, you know, how can I make an informed decision about what they're doing? You know, it's hard to shift the focus. Although now that, now that you just said that now I have a scenario in my head of where our original hosts, our original aliens, Mm -hmm. maybe they were good. Maybe they did show up and say, hey, we need your help. If you help us, we'll give you X, Y, Z, and we'll do this for you, and you'll be able to have this. And maybe it was these top dog jerk humans that put all this (laughs) crap into place, and maybe it wasn't even the darn hosts. That's a good point. That's interesting. That's very interesting take. Yeah, we don't don't know. There's just so many... Uh, elements and levels that that we're not privy to of, of how Darn it all colony. went down. Darn, Darn it, colony! All right, our friend John Baker had a question about Bram. He said, "Bram, is he just as broken as Will in his own way, or are his constant attempts to act older and tougher just starting to get annoying?" Hmm. I don't know, man. I think Bram's been broken a long time. And I think Bram, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's because we've seen a better side of Bram this season. But I, maybe I just want to feel like he's trying to figure out who he is. Because maybe he's been so broken so long that he doesn't know who he is or what his role is or what he is supposed to become that he's just, kind of throwing stuff against the wall to see what sticks. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think he's I just faced he's faced a lot without a lot of direction. I mean, he has good parents that <laughs> right. love him and care for him, but I mean, Will was trying to rescue the family in his own way in season 1 by right. collaborating and trying to get Charlie back and you know, Katie was trying to, you know, kind of save the world by being part of the resistance and thinking that that was the way she could help her family, you know, was making a better world. And, you know, Gracie's got this tutor, you know, Lindsay in season one, season two, and, you know, she's kind of getting the focus there. And Bram's just kind of, you know, left to his own devices a lot, um, you know, and as a teenager with not always maybe making good <laughs> right. decisions or not having all the experience maybe to, to make the best decisions. Um yeah, he's just kind of had a, I mean, and then he's in the middle of a alien occupation, <laughs> you know, to add that to it. <laughs> right. So yeah. I'm not, I'm not making excuses for him, but, you know, like, kind of like you, it's like, he's just trying to navigate and he's made some, I feel like some really poor decisions and now he's trying to make some good ones. But like, right. like Will right. said, you know, when you 
make some of those really bad decisions. It doesn't just go away. It sticks with you and, you know. And, and you know what? I, I don't think that I would have said this last season, um, but I feel pretty comfortable in saying it now. I Listen, when you're between the ages of, I don't know, 15 and 21, you don't know what the heck you're doing. I mm-hmm. you believe you do, but you have not a darn clue. And all yeah. those things that you just mentioned – but I, I feel like Bram is trying to make the best decision that he feels like is the best in his head. Whether it's yeah. right or wrong, I, I, I don't feel like he's being malicious. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think maybe last mm-hmm. season I would have said he is. Yeah. Um, but I don't know that he's being – I think he's really trying to think – all right, my choice is A, B, and C. Which one is the best one? And even if he picks the one that's way wrong, I think he really believes he's making the right decision for the right reason. Okay. So, good point. I feel like um, he's. I don't find him annoying. I've been disappointed in his decisions, but I I do like his passion. I feel like he's trying to figure out how he can help or, you know, and I feel like he's making some, some better decisions now, but I, you know, I just feel like, I mean, Katie's very passionate. Will's very passionate in some ways. And I mean, I, so I, I, w- I certainly wouldn't classify it as annoying. I, I get um, disappointed, you know, in some of his previous decisions and I like some of his newer decisions better, but I think we're kind of on the same page. I think he's just trying to figure things out. Um, and he doesn't have someone to hold his hand, you know, like nope. the younger kids, you know, to really just tell them what to do. He's kind no, of. No, and to be way. fair, and to be fair though, too, the adults in this world don't know what the hell to do. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> even if his parents were around more, it doesn't even yeah. necessarily mean that the guidance would be perfect anyway, either. There you go, right. Will and Katie. I just, I just backed you up a little bit. You owe me. All right. So those are our crazy thoughts, John. Now you tell us what what you think. Uh, what, what's your what's your final uh, analysis there? Okay, John I have a question. Yeah. Oh, he does. Yeah, and he's just pretty funny too. Um, okay, what about the algorithm? You know, we saw a few episodes ago that Kynes was frustrated originally at how the occupier her IGA was using the algorithm, and it wasn't the way he planned. They're using the algorithm again. Is it being used differently, and do you have any ideas how it could be used differently? Because he supposedly has autonomy in the Seattle colony now, and we saw them using the you know the algorithm yeah. when they were doing the interviews. So, have you picked up on any way that they might be using it differently? I'm really trying to figure out the whole algorithm thing because mm-hmm. I just I don't get it. Um, we we see him using it there in the Seattle colony to figure out who's doing what or could do what blah 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 we saw I don't know the one seen a couple episodes where they were interviewing like the FBI guy or whoever the heck that was I can't remember now um, and we keep hearing about it and we heard obviously that the algorithm uh, picked these bioweapon super soldier kind of people but those people probably were not interviewed so okay. mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out where or how this is run and I I feel like Seattle must be using it differently than the rest of the world, number one. Um, okay. But I don't know how because yeah. obviously Seattle is a happier, gentler kind of place. I don't know how to, yeah. how to say that. <laughs> um, where the rest of the world definitely is not like that. I mean, obviously from what we, maybe it is, but from what we've seen and now we're hearing with Snyder being there to find out what's going on, it's obviously not the same there. So are they using, did he add something to the algorithm? Is he taking a certain part out? Is he, did the IGA add something to it or look for different things that weren't meant to be looked I, You know, I don't know, but and I wondered it's, because when Snyder's talking about the algorithm in the interrogation with Broussard, is his understanding of it solely what it was used for, like in Los Angeles? You know, that's what I'm wondering too. He he talks about the algorithm and it's used to classify people, but right. is his only knowledge of how it was used originally, or do, I wonder if he has any information about how it's being used in Seattle, or if that's maybe if that's part of his mission. 
So. Right, and who who are the people that actually know, like the nuts and bolts of it? I mean, because yeah. you know, you figure as a proxy, you know it's there and it's been used, but do you have any real understanding of it? Does someone like Helena, who is way higher up the hierarchy, does she even know, or does mm-hmm. she just know this is a program that is used and it tells people where we're putting them? So. I think a big part is, I mean, obviously we know Kynes is the guy behind this, so he knows what it is, how it's used, how it's supposed to be used, whatever. Yeah. Um, but how many people really do and who could manipulate that and how right. and how is it controlled? It's, yeah. It's a giant, giant question mark to me. And and the other thing is, is this algorithm something where it's fed into a supercomputer or is it you send these test answers to now the hosts who decide this stuff? Like where, mm-hmm. where do the answers come from? Yeah. Who yeah. determines okay. the answers? Yeah. Yeah. Who scores it or whatever exactly. Yeah. Right. All right. Here's a question for you and see if I, um, if you think I'm on the right train of thought here, you know, we're so much focused on the factory workers in season one and now we have these outliers in these chambers. Um, are they two distinct groups? Because the way I saw it, the factory workers, it was, it was like a punishment basically, or, you know, it was a leverage and they, it, it seemed like they were in a working environment, you know, they were getting sick too and stuff up there. They didn't seem strong. And I mean, maybe they were strong when they, when they right. went there, but it seemed like it was, um, they, you know, making them sick or something like that. So is that a totally different class than the outliers and and I'm wondering when the outliers came into play is is that more of a response a later response or, or you so know if that was part of it here's my theory here's my theory and I I don't have it all buttoned down yet so don't tear it apart too much <laughs> okay. but I believe the factory was there to finish the production of the outliers their job okay. You know, you remember the factory back in the first season, like they all had to be, they were all naked and they had to be, I don't know, decontaminated or whatever. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. that? Mm-hmm. So yep. they were obviously going to be around something where they could not infect it. They could not hurt it. They could. Mm-hmm. And so what, what would that be? And we really had no idea then, but now we know that these, super people are being sent up into space. So, okay, now you have super people in space. You needed someone to take care of them to finish percolating them. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. So maybe these the factory workers were the ones that were finalizing whatever the heck happens once you get up to space in this pod. Um, and, and that was their role. The only, the only weird thing about this theory in my head is then why are they still sending them to space? Why are they still, because there's no factory there anymore. So I don't know. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Are there two different places that they're setting? Like the, they say the factory was building a defense grid. So were they actually constructing something or was it doing something like you said with the outliers or were there two different facilities? Right. It's just that that's where I, that's where I was kind of saying before my mind just gets overwhelmed with the whole, um, you know, space part of it. Um, yeah, there's too much but, to think uh, about. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it can get really overwhelming. But, um, okay, one more question. Just sort of a, um, before we get into our rating, sort of a, a barometer. Kinds, good, bad, in between. Um, what's your take on him? We only saw him briefly in this episode. Where, where, are, you, where are you feeling about him? That was going to be my question to you because I just uh-huh. don't know. Um, I think all along I felt like he was probably a good guy trying to change the way, you know, the IGA was doing things because it wasn't the kosher way of doing things. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, when you have that one guy who does everything differently from everybody else. Yeah. He's usually up to no good. <laughs> yeah. Um, so if I have to pick one, I'm going to still pick with he's a good guy. Um, just because I haven't seen enough to tell me he's not a good guy. But I'm starting to lean the other way. How's that? Okay. Well, that's good. 
<laughs> Way to commit. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know, right? Um, for me, with the mystery surrounding Wayne Brady, you know, being on the show, I kind of assumed first that he was probably, you know, a bad guy. And then when we meet him and they're like, oh, you're not using my algorithm correctly. I was like, maybe he actually has a, a good motive, you know, and wants to do the right thing. So I thought, oh, maybe he's a good guy. And then the more we got to know him this season, um, he seems like he has a really big ego and yes. kind of self-serving. And I thought about it. I was like, his sort of his ego seems even bigger than Snyder. And that's really big. <laughs> big <laughs> what are you trying to say? <laughs> and I, I, so I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm being led to think that he, um, is just sort of like a, you know, a, a puppeteer or something and wants to control and, and that it's not a very noble cause that he has more, but it's more about power. So I, I'm tending to think more badly of him, but then I think it's colony and maybe they're just going to switch that up on me and they're fooling right. me. So right. I'm, I'm very right. noncommittal like you, but I mean, as far as how I'm feeling, I'm, I'm feeling like he's not a, a great guy. But, um, but you know, time will tell. So yeah. let's talk about how many Josh Holly hair flips this episode earned this week. Dun, dun, dun. We have between one and ten, ten being the best episode ever. Uh, I'm going to go with nine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll start by saying it's not a ten just because it was a very – kind of singular episode uh-huh. um, where yeah. I don't know, maybe I got a couple other parts somewhere else. We could have bumped it to a 10, but I give it a really high nine because this episode was riveting. Yeah. Uh, you, you, you couldn't get up from your seat. I don't care who you are. You just, you couldn't, you had to know how it was all going to go down. Until yeah. The very, very end. You just had to know. Um, that it it just so and strictly strictly actor performances and the way everything presented, it has to be okay. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say more. I'm gonna say a nine plus. I'm not gonna try to specify uh, specifics, (laughs) but but nine plus. And for the acting alone and big props to Sarah Wayne Callies for directing and capturing that emotion. I mean, how long have we wanted to spend some extended time with Snyder, Broussard, and Will in the same room? You know, we saw them a little bit together towards the end of season two. But just getting these guys in the same room is just very powerful. And, you know, we've, we've we've been waiting for that. I mean, as much as... Peter Jacobson and Tori Kittles, um, you know, go back and forth on Twitter and, and mess with one another, but to see their characters confronting, yeah. you know, in a confrontation yeah. on screen, um, just, just really amazing. I, the only thing probably that would keep it from going up towards a 10 would just be because it wasn't the type of episode where we were going to get the dun, 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 yeah. you know, this huge yeah. reveal yeah. about the mythology, yeah. you know, or the aliens or, um, you know, something, you know, really revealing in that regard. So uh, that's, that would have, you know, bumped it up to 10, but it just wasn't the episode for that. You know, it would have taken away from the emotional aspect, but I I leave with some hope for Will and Katie. Um, And don't know what, don't know what to think about Amy. She's like, is she starting to check out? I don't know. Um, But when they find out now, when they find out that Will did not kill Snyder, Will that change her tune about him? Um, will no. she realize that, you know, because Broussard is just like, let him deal with it and, yeah. and trust him. And maybe that will make a difference for her. We'll just have to wait and see. We've got, what, four episodes mm-hmm. left? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're almost there. We're almost there. Yeah. Um, I just want to throw one more thing out there. Back to the ratings real quick. Oh yeah, sure. If I can, if I can break the rules like I like to do every once in a while, um, I would like to throw out, um, if you will approve this, ten Josh Holloway hair flips, directly to Sarah Wayne Callies for her 
her directorial debut. And the yeah. reason why the reason why is this. Um, going into this episode without seeing it, you know, we knew this was her first one, and um, we kind of heard a little bit like they tried not to throw too much at her and make this not necessarily an easier episode, but one that was maybe more manageable. And I have to tell you, this was really a crazy episode. You yeah. could have put this together and the whole thing could have come across as fake or unrealistic or much cheesy. less riveting or yeah, cheesy. Um, or we could have known right from the get-go, okay, Will's not going to kill him. Or uh, there was just so many parts to it um, yeah. that while the actors were phenomenal, you have to have that leader in charge to make it all work. Mm-hmm. And it did work. And it worked yeah. really, really well. So, like, yeah. she's waiting to get my commendation or anything. Um, <laughs> but she might be. For real, um, <laughs> it's just really, really, really impressive. It's just really yeah. impressive. Yeah, I, I agree. And, I mean, and knowing that it's her first time, um, wow, you know, she's a smart lady. Um, she, she just, she's, yeah, she's very talented, yeah. very smart. She knows what she's doing. And, yep. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, she put it together really well and, uh, they worked really well with her. I, you know, there's gotta be a lot of trust having acted with your director. You know, I would think that adds a level of trust yep. and you know, could, could enhance it even more, but yeah, I, I totally agree with you there. Turn Josh Holloway hair flips for directing this week's Dear Wayne Callies. Nicely Got done. Got to. Yeah. 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 That was, was exciting. So, all right. Well, I think that about wraps it up for this week. We've got um, we've got a little bit of input planned uh, for the next podcast. A little bit of input from set. A little bit of buzz. Ooh. So, um, so let's uh, look forward to that, and uh, we will see you next week. Yes, we Watch will. for some more colony, and then we'll talk some more colony. Thanks, That's Jay. Right. Thanks for joining me. Thanks yeah. for the Thank you. discussion. Always a good time. Always a good time. And thanks uh, to John and at Movies or TV for your questions. I appreciate yeah. that. That was uh, some good good stuff to talk about. So, yeah, keep the questions coming, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Goodbye. Right. See ya. We're going to leave you with some music from Moon, their song titled I Got a Fever, which was featured in Episode 5 of Season 1 on Colony. You can find Moon on iTunes, so check them out. Enjoy the music. So you think you are.